Hey, I got a new thing. Oh, what? Yeah. So Look at this guy. <laughs> here's the story. Uh, it's about a man named No Technology. So you might re- you might recall last week when we recorded after the Apple event, I ordered myself actually during our episode a new iPad Pro, and because of supply chain issues, it kept telling me it would not ship by the sixteenth or before the sixteenth. Well, it's the sixteenth of twenty twenty nine. Yeah, today is March fifteenth, and I was like, oh, man, I can't believe this thing is still in processing. So on a whim this morning, I checked my local Apple store, and sure enough, the exact oh, model I wanted was in stock. So I canceled my online order. I drove down to the Apple store, walked in, picked up an iPad, and walked out. Uh, which was a <laughs> you ge- stole it? I just did. You pay? <laughs> well, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, I just you know I am a well regarded f- figure in the Apple community. And I feel that sometimes <laughs> you can just you can just walk out with, you stuff. know, that's right. <laughs> sure. I will say my interaction with the uh, the guy who checked me out was pretty fun because he uh, he liked that. I had a a I was still using Mac dot com for my address. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, we don't see a lot of those anymore. <laughs> you know, it's mostly iCloud.com. And then he started talking to me about how he remembered playing with, like, the, you know, back with, he was like, oh, yeah, I was playing with some of the old stuff from, like, 2006 the other day. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> give, me, give me my iPad, Sonny. Yeah, give me my iPad. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, one. I will say they, they kind of get you in and out pretty quick these days, too, because I was kind of briefly like, oh, I'd like to go, you know, maybe take a peek at some some of the stuff that's around there, because... There's stuff that's not like they don't have like the super new stuff. I didn't see any like the studios or the studio display or anything. But it occurred to me I I don't think I've seen one of the new iMacs in person. Oh yeah, just because they came either. out a year a year ago, and I just haven't really been to an Apple store since then. <laughs> I'm not sure I've been out of the house in the last year. <laughs> yeah, uh, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked to relay some concerns about that, John. Mm-hmm. If you could, sure. um, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, we've been asked to rebound some concerns. Oh, we sorry, <laughs> my bad. Howard Hughes would like a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing his shtick. <laughs> I mean, if you're only stealing his shtick, that's that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, because I also have been meaning to go over to the Apple Store because I have uh, one of my AirPods Pro is doing that slightly uh, fun whistling thing. Mm. So I should get that replaced at some point. But I'm just every time I think about doing it, I'm like, it's ah, a whole, it's a whole thing. I complain to you guys because my AirPods Pro case, uh, you know, there's an LED on it and it does not light up. That's a feature. And it's still doing its thing. So the light is just broken. It's charging. It's pairing. But the light doesn't work. You need a new bulb. That's what you need. (laughs) Right. And you can't, (laughs) but you can't tell what mode it's in. And so they're like, oh, hold down the button until the light does X to do a factory reset. Well, my light doesn't do shit. And I've held that down the button for a really long time and it's clearly not doing a factory reset. So I think I have to take it in, but. Hmm. Want to take one of my AirPods while you're at it? Mm-hmm. Two birds, one stone. I'm wearing my AirPods Pro right now, and I use third-party tips on one and regular tip on the other ear, and I just can't get the, the one in my left ear doesn't stay. Clearly, my ears are different. I can't get the left ear to stay in. The right ear fits great. This podcast has a lot of third-party tips. <laughs> Almost all of them. Oh, what? I can't do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny, Lex, because for me, sometimes it even changes depending on the time of year, because I think it's something about the temperature and pressure. Like, sometimes one will fit better than the other, and sometimes it's the other one. I have no clue. Oh, man. God, Are I'm, you wearing it backwards? So, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I'm not in that... <laughs> 
<laughs> in the AirPod Pro lifestyle. See, but it's not. I don't find it bad. Like it, it's not that it doesn't work fine, and I don't get audio fine. It's just sometimes I get a better seal with one than the other. Yes, we all did it. We all did it. Yeah, yeah. Karen bought Karen bought the third generation AirPods just the other day, and she thinks she's going to take them back because every time she every time she yawns, they pop out of her ears. (laughs) That's why I don't like the AirPods. She had the older ones. She had the older ones, and they work fine because they're a little bit smaller. uh, But these she doesn't like, so she might. She's thinking she might try the Pros because they might stick a little bit better in there. I I like mine a lot. Reactions. I. I, I, (laughs) Way to go, Karen. <laughs> Dan loves now, is that, that plausible? <laughs> is what I wanted to know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. did, has she worn the like earbuds with those kinds of like the silicone? Yeah, because she, she has. Um, she's got some Beats um, with those things, so gotcha. she she doesn't have the problem. That I mean, I hate them, um, but she does not. So her problem is you. Is what you're well, saying. her problem, yeah. I mean, like you know, she would rather block out all the sounds in the house <laughs> so that she doesn't have to deal with either. I will say the the noise canceling stuff is pretty good on the on the AirPods uh, Pro. I I like it a lot, but yeah, it's not. Every once in a while, if I'm on an airplane and I'm using it, I'm like, I don't know if these things are really canceling and noise. You take and you turn it off for one second. Oh yeah, like, Holy <laughs> crap. and I really like the uh, honestly, I love the transparency feature because I will often go in, you know, if I'm like picking up something in a store, like you know just being able to turn it on for a second and walk in and have a conversation without having to be like oh, i gotta take them out gotta put them in the case because uh, invariably if i take it out and try to just hold one while i'm talking to somebody i will drop it or something <laughs> interesting i i never use transparency really oh it's great yeah no i don't i don't want to have to fiddle with holding it because i will drop it and i don't want to do that yeah i think the pros i think the pros are like 200 bucks at costco that's a pretty good deal like yeah it's like yes yeah, 50 bucks off that's not bad i assume you mean the airpods pro and not like the new that, yeah, I assume you meant as opposed to poetry at Costco. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my favorite joke, Dan. Every man, poetry at Costco. By the way, the name of my debut album. <laughs> <laughs> I would like some samples, please. I am begging all, on my knee. All that, yeah, it's all they have. At Costco. <laughs> we have some listener questions. If this is the right time, oh, oh sure. do, do you want? Okay, so oh, I, do, I got okay. other things we could talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about my iPad more. Oh, let's hear more about your iPad. We, we like moved do you, on. Yeah, from do you that. have more to say about your iPad? Have you set it up? I have. I I debated for a while because I wasn't sure. I can never remember which is the right way to transfer my stuff over. Oh, there's no right way. Every way sucks. Yeah. So what? I I what? did. <laughs> well, to go from one iPad to another, like, do you do from the backup or do you do the direct? Do you think it sucks? I think it all it usually works. When pretty I well did for one me. to the other, it's like. It says it's going to take twenty minutes, and then it takes seven hours. Like, yeah, that's I don't do, I don't, and I, I should say, I don't do that. I, I usually restore from a backup. See, I okay. did the direct this time, and it does the same. It has the same issue as the iCloud backup, which is that it's not going to move all your apps. It's going to re-download yeah, them, right, right? And one issue that I have run into is it constant. The new one is constantly telling me it's out of space, even though looking at the iPad, it's clearly not. And I think part of it is because I had that in uh, offload apps that i haven't mm-hmm. used for a while and i think it kind of reset the clock on that basically and so it tried to transfer all of the apps <laughs> even the ones that have been temporarily offloaded from the old ipad so uh yeah <laughs> i have to tell it like nope duh. but it's not listening to me so it, it keeps telling me every once in a while that it's like oh this ipad's running out of storage and i'll go look and it's like you're at 70 gigs out of 128 you have plenty. <laughs> now, listeners, Relax. I would like to call this episode Nope, blah, but I don't know how to spell it. But that's what, if you replay Dan saying that, that's mm. what I want the title well, to be. And I can't get it. <laughs> that's what Dracula says when his iPad doesn't transfer. <laughs> 
uh, uh, correction, AirPod Pro at the AirPods Pro at Costco, one hundred eighty nine ninety nine. And they usually go for like one hundred fifty, so that's pretty good. No, <laughs> no. I don't remember what do that. What is the retail in the AirPods Pro? Two two fifty. Wow. The problem with yeah. the Costco AirPods is you have to buy twelve at once. <laughs> I you say problem, I hear opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, buy a pallet full. Of, she's gonna lose them anyway, so why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just constantly swap in a new earpiece. That's just a feature. I will say I have to get used to on the new uh, iPad having Face ID because with the Face ID and the smaller bezels, it definitely I'm used to holding my thumb directly over where that camera is. So that's been an adjustment. But it teaches you about that real quick. It does. It gives you a little arrow. Like you're you're a numbskull. Move your finger. Um, <laughs> but uh, it is it is weird because it's so it like the the thin bezel is great. It looks awesome, but it is definitely feels awkward. I'm always like, where do I put my hands? Like. Where am I allowed to hold this? <laughs> Dance like an actor. Don't, not over the camera. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> like you know, my iPad Pro is mostly in a keyboard case. And so it's like if I'm turning it on with my left hand, that's when I'm blocking the camera every time. Mm-hmm. So I have learned. I wake up my iPad with my right hand and solves that problem. Yeah, I'm so far so good though. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's much snappier. Listen to this guy. So far so good. It says I'm out of space and I'm not. It's loading apps I don't want. I keep blocking the camera and I love this fucking thing. That is <laughs> that is fandom right there. Whoa, whoa, oh, yeah. whoa. That's those are fighting words. I am a detached <laughs> observer, my there friend. Are, there are many other things like so. Okay, so the setup process is just something you have to get through, right? It's not like <laughs> you're not going to live with the setup process. Yeah, I mean this is like one day worth of annoyance, and Fair. it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine, and I'm. I mean, I was really enjoying just like trying One out. One day worth of annoyance is also the rebound product. <laughs> I used to say, I used my, my go-to joke used to be, it's like driving through New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to make it again. And I was like, nope, nobody there. wants to live there is what we're saying. <laughs> no, we choose to. We don't want to. <laughs> You're going to New York. You got to drive through New Jersey. It's okay. You'll get through it. <laughs> I am sad that I will have to replace my Apple Pencil at some point. Uh, it's not, again, like the Magic Keyboard, it's something I'm going to do at some point, but probably not immediately. So you are the first gen? I have a first gen, yeah. So yeah, okay. And it, it, it can't even write on this one. As far as I know, I don't think so, because it can't even pair it. It doesn't have a lightning port. Yeah. So I'd have to get you like a will adapter. freaking love the new one, though. Well, now, now, now you're making me want to buy. It's so expensive, yeah, though. Yeah, you should get in the. I don't know why you're not in the car right now, because <laughs> it's hard to record a podcast in the car, John. <laughs> My oldest kid uses an Apple Pencil a ton, and you know, had come to me not that long ago saying they needed new tips, and so. Well, we've got third party tips. <laughs> Thank you. I still <laughs> listen to the podcast. Kids. Fine, I'll write it down. Jesus Christ! Uh, but so I um I had the one old one from when you first buy it. It comes with two. And then I also ordered some generic ones from uh, a popular online retailer. And <laughs> is it the same? When, I want to know though. Is it the same company that makes the tips for the AirPods and the Apple Pencil? Because I feel like it's great if you've really nailed that category. We just make tips. Corner the market. On That's what we do. We make tips. <laughs> we work for tips. Uh, but so Ani puts it on her pencil, and then she's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! It's so much better than it used to be." And like, it really. I wish that they could have some way that it doesn't wear down. I get that this is the way things work, but it's <laughs> Apple needs to beat entropy. That's what needs to happen. Well, listen, so these are the, the, those. Are, this is the first gen one again. The first gen one. Yeah. Does, yeah I don't like, know. Does the second gen even, one have replacement tips? I, I think no, it, it didn't I come it did. with them. It's not. It didn't come with them for yeah. sure, and yeah, I think that's a complaint that people had about the second we'll one. Find the box, but I don't think so, and I have never like come close to wearing down the tip on that thing, or at least not that you know, right? Is and it I, possible you know, that I poke, you just... I poke myself in the eye with it regularly? So, 
So apparently, according to Apple, the same tips are available for both first or second generation. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Weird. Yeah. So, but yes, I believe that's right. The new gen pencil does not come with. I'm not sure what your kids are doing. Are they chewing on them? <laughs> they draw a whole lot. Is really what it comes down to. Okay. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. it was it was years of having that pencil. Years. Yeah. But yeah. The apparently so if if you haven't changed yours in a while, I'm just saying I was told that the difference. If it's been was a while, remarkable. If it has been some time. That's right. <laughs> Dan, really quick, I know we want to hear more about your new iPad Pro, oh, and we'll get to listener questions. But we also want to remind our listeners that if you're a software engineer, you've been there. It's 9 p.m. You're finally unwinding from work, but then your phone buzzes with an alert. Something's broken, and your mind's already racing at what could be wrong. Is it the network? Is it the cloud provider? Do we have slow running queries? Now the whole team's scrambling from tool to tool, like from molts to morn, and messaging person after person to find and fix the issue. That won't happen if you get New Relic. New Relic combines 16 different monitoring products that you'd normally buy separately, so engineering teams can see across their entire software stack in one place. More importantly, you can pinpoint issues down to the line of code, so you know exactly why the problem happened and can resolve it quickly. That's why the dev and ops teams at DoorDash, GitHub, Epic Games, and more than 14,000 other companies use New Relic to debug and improve their software. Whether you run a cloud-native startup or a Fortune 500 company, I do both, it takes just five (laughs) minutes to set up New Relic in your environment. That next 9 p.m. call is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does. Please be kind to your future self. And you can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever, no credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash rebound. That's N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash rebound. That URL one more time because we care. Newrelic.com slash rebound. Our thanks to New Relic for their support of this show and literally of nothing else. I mean, they support plenty. I just don't thank them for it. But thanks to New Relic for supporting this show. I think my iPad finished downloading everything it needs to. So there you go. Oh, good. We got there. There's so your update. He's, he's loving it now. Loving it now. I did notice on my old iPad somehow uh, when I went to, because I was thinking initially I would go the Mulch route and do a restore from a backup. And I went in and it was like, oh, your iPad's not backing up to iCloud. I was like, what the fuck is your iPad? It hasn't backed up in 28 days. Uh, I was kind of like, whose fault is that? I didn't turn yeah. it off. <laughs> anyway whose fault was it i don't know you don't know no i feel like it just turned itself off that's weird yeah that's a good question I, i've noticed i've noticed that too not not on my like i think on like hank's iphone it just like stops updating sometimes and i don't know why it also said that the um or, messages yeah, in the account. cloud was off and i again i do have no recollection of having turned that off for any reason so i don't know uh but i'm loving it lex is what i mean to say that's uh, no, we don't want to pay them, and they're not paying us. Yet. I once sold ads for um, Chipotle on WTF with Mark Marin, and their tagline was food without a side of questions. And the first day his ad started running on that podcast where he was promoting Chipotle saying food without a side of questions when they had their big E. coli outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should ask more questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that ad campaign didn't where'd you get uh, Where'd you get that chicken from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's that feeling in my stomach is one question <laughs> where'd you get that e coli from so we get we get listener questions because of rebound prime a service that we offer to our listeners to our biggest fans who want to support the show in extra ways they get bootleg recordings a bonus episode every single week and the ability to submit questions that we answer live on this very podcast if you're interested prime.reboundcast.com but listener gets says would steve jobs have ever shipped something as ugly as the mac studio <laughs> <laughs> uh steve jobs shipped the hockey puck mouse asked and answered yeah i think he would yeah i don't think it's that ugly i mean i don't 
Seriously, I don't think it's ugly. Period. I think it's fine. It's a it's a it's a box. You know, I, it's I not... think it's not. It, 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 you know, here's the thing. I think we've got, grown accustomed to Apple spending a lot of time putting form over function, and this is a yeah. perfectly Seriously. functional like and right. and not. I, I don't think it's ugly necessarily, but it's not something that's designed to be super attractive in the way that many Apple devices are. Yeah. They've have, they have not gone out of their way to make it attractive at the expense of making it less usable. They've made it extremely functional. And I think that's great. I think the people who are buying the Mac Studio don't care about how it looks. Um, but that said, you know, it is something you have to put on your desk again. And a lot of us have gotten away from the world where you have to put a computer and a monitor on your desk, which is... I just think a, you know, fascinating sort of throwback to the, you know, 90s now. It's like, yep, you got your little box, you got your, uh, you got your display. Can you put your Apple Studio display on top of your Mac Studio? Or should you, I guess, is the question. I feel like that's a real throwback to mm, like the, the is, 90s yeah. PC era. Right. That's a good question. That feels like the kind of thing Jason Snell would answer on Twitter. It does. <laughs> Once he it does a bit. Hits. Yeah. My monitor is on top of my mini. Okay. All right. I will say that. What kind of what kind my of my speakers are on top of my mini? I don't even remember. It's some black. You know, it's just a thing I got off of some popular shopping website. <laughs> I, thought, I literally thought you were going to say off a curb somewhere. Uh, <laughs> that does seem like something that I would yep, do. hundred percent. In this case, that is not what happens. Lex, do you say your speakers are on top of your mini? Yeah, I I have um uh external speakers that actually Paul Kafas has recommended. There's dumb dumb got them off Amazon. But my the <laughs> the curb. right speaker sits atop a Mac Mini. <laughs> it's just the way my desk is set up. The right speaker fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, well it's I'll two be- separate ones. Like you spread them apart and it's well, a good, no, I get that. But why why is the is the left speaker up on something? Because otherwise you're getting no, uneven sound. But it's like it's two it's <laughs> one and a half inches oh, different. Man. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That explains why that man, uh, wow. AirPod won't fit in that ear. Yep, and why the light doesn't think about it. Think about it, and why Uh, why you weren't getting texts. It's a good thing that you, uh, I guess, your Mac Mini doesn't have a spinning disk drive in it, because definitely don't put a speaker on top of that. Yeah, magnets. Fine, that's why. Listener Jack Carlson, I think, is just taking the piss, but he says I really enjoyed your latest show in which you recapped the latest Apple event. Fuck you, you Jack. Oh wait, nope, that wasn't the part you were talking. (laughs) Have you given any thought to doing a tech-oriented podcast? (laughs) We've considered it and rejected it, Jack. Yeah, I don't. This there's is a, a show lot of, about picks. Yeah, there's a lot out there. There are a lot of tech podcasts. If you want to listen to one of them, yeah, go do that. Mm-hmm. We don't need you. This is anytime we get to tech, I'll consider it entirely accidental. Uh, we didn't know what to call the show. Uh, listener Mahir writes: <laughs> After the Apple event, which Apple product have you bought or are considering buying? I feel like we covered that after you submitted this question, but in an episode that you would have. Has heard. anything changed yeah. in the last week? Has anybody bought anything additional? No, I bought nothing. I, I did nothing. install the latest iOS updates, and I'm I'm excited to wear a mask and unlock my phone without my watch being mm. part of the process. Mm-hmm. But I haven't yeah. done that yet. But no, I didn't buy a squat. We ain't found shit. <laughs> and Josh says, with Apple not willing to support gaming overall on Mac OS, do you think it's leaving a lot on the table with these new chips that are more than capable of supporting all the latest AAA PC games? But in the end, it is only theoretical until Apple starts supporting it actively. Does Apple think that graphics slash media is the only market for these chips? Well, so it's not Apple's fault, really, honestly. I mean, yes, they could probably well. throw some money at... <laughs> well, here's the thing. The, the the game industry has really standard around consoles and the PCs, and the fact that the Xbox and the you know Windows share so much in common in terms of the you know coding for those platforms is you know kind of a uh, not exactly a happy accident but is designed by Microsoft to keep the right. games on their platforms. Yeah. 
the thing is that the whole suite of you know graphic stuff for for PCs is is incompatible. And you can I you, there's a really good conversation I recommend uh, from this week's episode of Upgrade where John Syracuse guest starred and somebody asked a similar question about like I guess the the Steam Deck, which is Valve's portable thing, mm-hmm. is basically running Linux where they do translation, kind of a la Wine or crossover to convert like. Uh, you know, uh, DirectX APIs to things that run on Linux. And it's it's a janky hack is what it is, right? And stuff's going to break and stuff's not going to work well because it's not designed to work with that hardware. So until Apple decides it wants to like really make a hard play, which is going to mean throwing money at AAA game developers in right. order to bring stuff to the Mac, which they're never going to do. No, they just don't. They don't care enough to do they it. Do not no. care. They do not see that they've as part never, of their. They've never. They never have, and they never will. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that is that is what it comes down <laughs> to. So in that sense, they could try. I don't think it's a guaranteed success, even if they did want to throw the money at it, and they've got the money to spend. But it's just like it's so much effort to get people to to do a su- support for the Mac that it's just not going to happen till an until we have an era where you know, the same APIs are available on Windows and Mac, which hold your breath. Yeah. Uh, but our thanks to Upgrade for their support of this show and all. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, listener Brian Moon says, since I'm avoiding prepping for a job interview later, these kinds of questions are on my mind. So tell me about a time when you overcame a technical <laughs> challenge. Technology, am I right? So when I read this question, I don't think this is really what you're asking, but it, it flashed me back instantly to an unpleasant memory. So thank you, Brian Moon. Uh, we had a Mac LC in the basement, and we had a pirated copy of After Dark installed on that Mac. And I had set up <laughs> a password within After Dark mm. and restarted the computer and had no idea what the password was. And... It is understating things to say that my mom lost her mind. I don't know that any human in the history of the known universe has been angrier than my mom when I could not get us into our Mac. And attentive Mac listeners are like, it's a fucking extension. Restart the Mac and hold down shift and the password prompt goes away because After Dark can't load and you're good to go. We did not do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Took a hammer to that computer, never saw it again. (laughs) No, we used like the 17 discs to reinstall whatever operating system that Mac ran. And it was a nightmare. And my mom like... I, I I think she has forgiven me now, but it took a, a while. A but while? that I did fix that computer. Uh, it took a while, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was. I, I was glad that I got that computer working again. That same day, I had edited the system sound, so the error beep was Bart Simpson saying "Okie dokie." I cannot believe I'm getting hot remembering how <laughs> mad my mom was. Like my temperature is physically rising. <laughs> but so it said "Okie dokie," and one of the things she's mad about because we're trying passwords and it's wrong. So the Mac wants to beep each time, and each time you're wrong, it says Bart says "Okie dokie," and she's mm. like, "Why is the beep that something is wrong saying that it's okay?" <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I solved that problem. That reminds me of a <laughs> my my cousin at one point <laughs> changed a bunch of his sounds on his Windows PC. This probably would have been in like the late 90s, early 2000s. To uh, He had all sorts of different things, right? Like he'd get an email and it would be the sound from uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, where the guy gets hit with the arrow and message for you, sir. Um, <laughs> but he had an error message that was a clip from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and... It was the um, <laughs> the scene where uh, Samuel L. Jackson shoots somebody or shoots the gun and says, oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Oh, yeah. And so his wife at one point was going downstairs. I think they must have had their kids. It's like the kids were very young. 
and uh, he accidentally, I think, hits like a key or something on the keyboard as she's going past, and the sound is cranked. <laughs> so there's a gunshot. <laughs> and she's like, I had a heart attack and was under the desk. <laughs> As Samuel L. Jackson is yelling, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? <laughs> yes, you did. So two things. One, that uh, I'll get back to the the uh, the second one in a second, but the, the, the technical question, I think my most recent success along these lines was, you reminded me of this, Lex. Last year, when I was cleaning up my office a bunch at the beginning of the year, and I pulled out my Power Mac G3 to see if I could get into it, and I had the moment of realizing, I don't remember what my password was when I last used this computer circa 2005, mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. And the thing was for years, I had used a, lo- a a password that had like a sort of progression within it. So it was kind of logical. And so I basically like made a spreadsheet where I created every possibility <laughs> that password could be and ran through them and found it and like, got in. Blink 182, Blink 183, <laughs> Blink 184. Not enough people appreciate Blink 185. Yeah, so it was some. It was. I felt good though because I was like, I don't know how else I'm going to get into this, you know, machine running Mac OS 10.5 or something. Uh, am I going to have to find a password cracker and and tell it to like run every possibility? <laughs> nope, I just made my own in a spreadsheet. So that felt pretty nice. good. <laughs> well done. And then the second part of that, this is sort of a tangential thing, but we can go back to it. I've noticed. There's no way to change the alert sound on the Mac for when notifications come up that I have been able to find. You know when what? like a little banner notification comes up and it goes like bling. This guy. I, would I don't have sound. I, I thought so. I usually do not, but on my <laughs> laptop, I happen to have them turn on. And like I noticed after it was a couple different apps gave me a notification. I was like, wait, it's all the same sound. That seems really dumb. There must be a way to change that. Could not find it. Also, I, if you search for how to change your Mac notification sound, everybody tells you how to change the alert sound. I'm like, yeah, I know that. That has literally not changed since Lex changed his alert sound to Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if I'm so, wrong and somebody knows the way to do that, please let me know. I know, yeah. I don't know. I've never tried, but um, I think I... Usually I have my sound off it and off? it didn't, no, it didn't it, bother no, me. I have it on, yeah. Okay, I don't know. So mine, mine is uh, a while back, a couple years ago probably, uh, Somebody dumped a bunch of spam uh, links into comments, comments, no posts on my, um, on my website. Mm. And yeah, yeah. My erstwhile website. It was website. a very nice website. Yeah, it was, it was a very nice website until they posted those links and I had it, you know, it's all in a MySQL database on you know the hosting service provider and I, and I could get to that. But it like it normally you would just like, I would run some SQL and use like a regular expression to go find this stuff and, and then just take it out. But I am terrible with regular expressions. <laughs> I've never learned them very well. And I started sitting down, sitting down to write the sequel. And I was just like, I can't figure out how to do this based on what these links look like. So what I did was I would take the post and I would find the ones that had the bad link, you know, the links to Cialis and stuff like that. And <laughs> I would count to the URL, you know, like the open bracket. And then I would take the entire to find the position and then I would take the entire post and flip it (laughs) and count count the other way to find the end of the link and find the position for that. And then I would remove based on those numbers. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. it t- took me it took me a while to figure out like what am I going to do because I'm so bad. Like you know, I, I, a smart person would just learn regular expressions, but <laughs> I am not capable of doing it. I've tried many times and it just never sticks. So I was like, I got to come up with some typical John Mould's kludge. <laughs> no, see, I <laughs> in think order like, to fix this, uh, uh, I feel like uh, there's a kind of smart person who would learn regular expressions, but and I think that what you did was also smart. But to me, like the truly the genius figures out how to install an extension so that you can't get more spam comments. <laughs> well, I have kept up a little bit more, you know, kept up the um, updates more since then. Good. Smart. Very proud of Well you. done. Which is, yeah. Well, that, that's our listener questions. Again, it's there prime.reboundcast.com. And we have one other sponsor to tell you about, which is Clean My Mac X. And if you're listening and you're thinking, it's actually a 10, it's not. It's an X. This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Clean My Mac X. You should be able to rely on your computer. It should be in good enough shape to get you to your goals. It should be fast and organized and make working on it a dream. But that's not always the case. If you're a Mac user, you should use Clean My Mac X from MacPaw, who are diligent Mac developers many in the Mac community trust. Clean My Mac X is an ideal decluttering app for the Mac. So what does it do? Clean My Mac X includes 49 tools to find and delete invisible computer junk. It helps to tune up the Mac so it runs at its maximum speed. It also organizes disk space, showing your large hidden folders. Plus, you can free up tons of space so your Mac never runs into issues with storage. And it fights Mac-specific malware and adware and protects your computer. Clean My Mac X is notarized by Apple, so you know it's been checked for security by Apple. And it really stands out on design. It makes such a difference when an app is enjoyable to use. Uh, So you'll always be discovering new ways to optimize your Mac. Get Clean My Mac X today with 5% off at macpaw.app slash rebound. That discount is only valid for two weeks. So go now to macpaw.app slash rebound for 5% off. Our thanks to Clean My Mac X for their support of the rebound and all of my dreams and hopes. I use it. So Clean My Mac X, macpaw.app slash rebound. And if I'm not mistaken, MacPaw is headquartered in Ukraine. So yeah, all the more right. reason to check them out. Yes. But I have some bad news for you guys, and that is that uh, Ming-Chi Kuo is now on Twitter, so that means we're <laughs> going to get breathless reports every time he uh, tweets about something. Yeah, and some of them are weird, like today when he tweeted about, like, oh, Apple's only got a few months to get its act together with yeah. its car team, or else it will miss that ship date in 2025. Right. And then and then, and then, then I check my RSS reader, and there are, like, eight stories. <laughs> I think oh, that story God. is particularly hilarious to me, because it is, like... I don't know what he's doing. It's like, it's like he's looking at his watch and be like, come on, guys, you got to get together. And it's like, alternative, they are not going to ship a car in 2025. Yeah, right, right, right. What is the, like, whose deadline is that? That's, is that one? They, they, that it's been around. Just, I know it's, I know it's been but around, it, it's but it's dumb. like, it's been it's around. Dumb. It's been around. Nope. <laughs> it's not. No, we, no. Had two, we had two yeses and one no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been outvoted. Fair enough. But I, I, I. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. It's also a bummer because like all the stuff he tweeted lately was like really like a <laughs> it's disappointing. It's like, oh, there's gonna be a new uh a new Mac yeah. Mini and a new iMac in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Screw you, Ming. And, Ming. and they think <laughs> and it seems like he and German both think that the Mac Pro won't be updated until twenty twenty three. Yeah, well. I saw that too, but that <sighs> Which seems I'm not so time, I'm not sure about that. I have a but. hard time believing they won't at least announce it this year because they got that whole two year transition thing. They want to yeah. hit that mark. Yeah. That one they did. I mean, the thing announce. is, the, the German's reasoning was because the M2 is coming soon. But so what? I mean, does it matter if a lower powered M2 comes out when you're going to jam a bunch of M1 Ultras in this thing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
I think the question is what the M2 really looks like. And and we've seen some indications of that. Like German and others have written about kind of what Apple's been testing and probably what the M2 will look like. And I mean, like you said, the M1 Ultra is still going to put it to shame right. until they manage to stack a whole bunch of M2s together, which I'm sure they will do eventually. Yeah, but. Of the next question is, what is the advantage of the Mac Pro over the Mac Studio, right? right. Like, are they yeah. going to be able to differentiate that? Is it just a matter, matter the of... Mac, like, the new Mac Pro is going to be two Mac Studios stacked together. <laughs> on top of Four M1 Ultras. <laughs> Depending on the price they want to charge for it, too, right? Like, it's going to be a premium over the, you know, $4,000 that the Mac Studio costs already. And it's probably going to be pretty similar, but the, like... Is it going to have this stuff? It would not surprise me if the new Mac Pro were not a Mac Pro, but instead a Mac Studio Pro. So like the same form factor and just even better innards. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, but I think at the same time, the thing that people loved about the, the 2019 Mac Pro is all that expandability. I don't know mm-hmm. whether or not it's stuff they're using, but it's certainly at the highest end. If you're building a workstation yeah. for 3D, you know, VFX or whatever. Or I games. Think- <laughs> <laughs> you're doing that you're a fucking we idiot covered, no. <laughs> we just covered that uh, then you still want the ability to put in one of those like gra- like insane graphic cards or something like that or upgrade your ram i guess like is apple gonna right, i'm calling it here then the new mac pro will be entirely made of ports it'll just it's all ports any port in a storm <laughs> i yeah i don't know i mean like are they gonna is apple gonna build a apple silicon mac that lets you swap out your own ram seems weird they haven't yeah, done it on any other computer. I don't think. I don't think they can. I mean, it doesn't seem they, like it. At least they have to I jump mean, through some hoops. Big, one of their big points is that Unified integrating memory. the yeah. RAM makes it faster. And right. if you take it out and put it separately, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Are all those people going to scream bloody murder because they're like, "I want my tower where I can put my RAM in and four hard drives." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> it does become like a. a an issue as to what the heck the point of the Mac Pro is. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, you know, weirdly enough, they're going to go back to the trash can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they keep selling the Intel one for a while alongside it and say, like, well, we've got a Mac Pro, uh, you know, an Apple Silicon yeah. version and an Intel version if you feel like you still need. <laughs> Be whiners can buy the Intel one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has a little banner on it for whiners only. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start putting stickers on them i was gonna say they gotta put the intel inside sticker on there <laughs> i just picturing every time you check out with it like you have the like the yeah. clerk or something doing it like oh do you need a mac pro oh. <laughs> it's like, wow that's, you will be this is you will be humiliated at the store <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different kind of experience but i feel like it might work for them <laughs> uh, we've got a little time left i was wondering if you guys would be interested because it's been a minute it's been a minute okay uh, since we did picks on this here program. Picks! Well, I do have one more thing to talk about real quickly. Please, uh, take your time. Which was universal control. I mean, I know we oh, talked yeah, about yeah. that previously because Dan has already used it, but uh, I have now used it. And was, <laughs> and so now we can really, so talk, now we can right, really just, talk about it. Sit over here. <laughs> Instead of just listening to Dan talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, I mean, it was, I would, I don't have much to say other than that it was really cool and it worked why, super why we, well. I mean, it, still, it still has then? a little beta, it still has a little beta tag on it. Um, so like, don't get upset at us. But uh, it worked. It worked uh, perfectly fine. And just like using it between, uh, I think I used it with an iPad and two Macs. Yeah, having the I brought my second Mac upstairs the other day just to see if I could set up all three. And the only issue I had was like 
I think I tried to go to the Mac on the left first, but it found the iPad. And so it yeah. went left and then ended up on the iPad on the right. And I was like, no, but that, honestly, you can just drag stuff around and fixes it. And it was fine after that. But like right. being able to go back and forth and like I'm using my keyboard and my trackpad on three different. Dev- it was it's trippy. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, but it's trippy. I didn't I think I was going to want it. And I now I'm like, oh, I definitely want this. I haven't used it yet, but uh, I expect tonight I will finally update my Mac and then I can. So there you go. Yeah. I'm okay. excited, too. But do you leave your iPad just on all the time when you're using your Mac? What do you mean you leave can... your iPad on all the time? You turn your iPad off? You like shut it down? <laughs> what are you doing? What's wrong Put it with back you? in the box? What kind of person are you? To sleep? <laughs> I'm saying it goes to sleep, Dan. <laughs> no, uh, in general, no. I was I was mostly just trying it out. I think um, it just, just doesn't. Play, I, yeah, but okay. I do. But I do have both Macs running at the same time when I'm sitting at that. Uh, Got it. That yeah, that's very cool. Desk. And it seems to work as long as the lock screen is on. So if you just tap the iPad Pro, you can drag back over to it. It won't wake it from a black screen, but if you wake it yourself, it will. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, interesting. Now, this yeah. is, what, what's intriguing to me right now that you're making me think about is, as you know, I use a, a work-managed computer for most of my computing needs, but I have this Mac Mini that's currently a speaker stand uh, to make sure I mess up the stereo spectrum as much as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... I could set up a second monitor and if I can just, this, this is interesting because then I can just like, Hey, let me mouse over to my personal Mac and do whatever shit needs doing. And then back to the, like that's, do you, are that's you, so you're logged in with your Apple ID on all those devices. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that should work. I, need yeah. to, I can't not be able to iMessage and stuff. Like I got to be able to download <laughs> my got, shit from the app store. You know, man's, you know. man's got a message, man. I got needs. Yeah, I, I was very surprised by the um, the sort of membrane. I thought messages didn't run on your computer <laughs> at this moment. I was sort of surprised by the membrane uh, metaphor there. It doesn't bother me. You mentioned this. No, in text, I think it was I cool. I thought it was really cool, but I was like, I didn't know. I thought it would just go over, and then it's like, what's this gray bar? Oh my no, you god! Gotta, like, <laughs> you got to push through. You got to push, push through, through like the fourth. You're breaking the fourth wall, John. Uh, yeah, something doing. like that. Mm-hmm. So your your cursor is the sperm. Is that what's happening? I, well, I was trying not to go there. <laughs> What have you ever known me not to go to the places you don't dare go? Basically never. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we try though. Anyway, here's my picks. Hope Springs Eternal. <laughs> Maybe at Dan's wedding when you're wearing that nice suit. <laughs> Dan, uh, you've picked After Party in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I finished all of that. I liked it. That was good. I will say, I, I do enjoy reading Wikipedia and IMDb about the stuff I'm watching. And so I very carefully, as I was watching After Party, skipped over the you know plot section so I wouldn't get any spoilers. And then in the production section, they're like, so-and-so said that so-and-so knew that they had been cast as the murderer right away, even though none of the others did. I'm like, you motherfuckers. So I got spoiled by <laughs> uh-huh. Wikipedia pretty early in the process. But it was precisely who I expected. We, we, figured, out, we figured it out fairly early on because there is a... You can determine from watching the episodes yeah. there are clues and we spotted right. one of them early on we're like that's weird nobody has mentioned this thing and then later on it was like oh yeah this is this is one of the reasons somebody knows they're the murderer and it was like oh yeah we spot <laughs> we found- and there's also clues embedded in each episode which is kind of cool too like like hidden messages embedded in each episode yes. which is clever i am gonna get back to that i have it's a- very good i liked it yeah, a lot that's well that's what i keep hearing but- i am truly I keep telling you <laughs> astonished and i've told you guys this over text but i'm amazed at how much i enjoy severance on apple tv yeah. it's, it's i'm, I'm currently working 10. my way through that i think i'm in the fourth episode or maybe i just started the fifth i wasn't sure if you would like it or not john because you don't always like yeah not, you don't like it's, darker stuff it's, but there's, um, there's some tough characters it's there. interesting yeah 
It's it's interesting. I, I do like it, uh, but it, it is very much... at, at time. I do have to pause. <laughs> I think I have to watch it in bursts. Like it's sort of like it's pretty. Pat Oswald had some t- tweet about it. it's a show that he looks forward to and dreads in equal measure. Yeah, uh, right. but it it very much seems to to pay some level of tribute to the work of Charlie Kaufman, both in plotting and in direction. I guess mm. to a degree, maybe just Mike Jones' direction. I don't know, but it's I love it. I can't get over how good it is. How everybody on it is so good. Ben Stiller yeah. directs most yeah. of it. I don't know. It's phenomenal. And then, and then, you know, what, uh, can't think of his name now. Uh, the guy from Adam Scott. No, the other guy. John Turturro. <laughs> no, they, they keep going. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken shows up and I'm like, I did not know he was going to be in this. <laughs> he wasn't. That's the weird part. Yeah. He just showed up one day. <laughs> I finished off, well, if you want to hear John and I discuss the uh, HBO Max series Peacemaker, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you can do that over at Biff. We talked about it in last week's episode, which I watched all. thanks to Biff for their support. Never Indeed. <laughs> which I enjoyed. I've also been watching, so yeah. I think I mentioned before, we've been watching Suspicion, which is also on Apple TV+, Plus, which had kind of a weakish start, but I think it's gotten a little bit better. It's still not great, but it, it got enough to, there were enough like twists and stuff going on that I was like, all right, I want to actually see where they're going with this. So that's, I, I mean, it's fine. It's solidly a B. I wouldn't say it's like amazing, but I also watched, let's see, uh, I've watched all of the most recent season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is a show that I greatly enjoy. What service is that on? That is on tip of my tongue. Starts with an A. Apple. <laughs> it's on the t- on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it's on my Plex. No, it's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my Lex. <laughs> I I love that show deeply. I know it had man people. There are some hot takes about it out there, and I kind of roll my eyes. Yeah, at a lot like of a them. lot of people seem to be down on like this season and last season. I I've enjoyed it. I think the characters and the writing are enough, and plus. Frankly, every scene that both Tony Shalhoub and yeah, Kevin Tony Pollack Shalhoub are in right. are is just aces. They and the two yeah. of them have a particular scene in the last episode of the season that is frankly it is touching. It is goddamn touching. Like and and I did not expect it, but it was really nice. So uh both of is those Tony Shalhoub an opening night? Is that Big night, uh, big night, yeah. Big night. It's Stanley Tucci and, and Stanley Tucci. Too? I was yeah. gonna say, like we're, we're now we're talking about both of them, and, and uh, they were both in that movie, yeah. which is a good yeah. movie. So uh, well, speaking um, of Kevin Pollock roles, yeah, I'll like mention I, I, I was watching. Um, I'm really enjoying actually much more than I expected. Impeachment, which is available on Hulu. It's the uh, it's the Monica Lewinsky story. She's one of the executive producers of it, so it's blessed by her. So you get you get like a lot of actors you know, basically doing impressions of many political figures you know <laughs> i think it's called acting and it is yeah but they, uh, sometimes uh, right. but it's it's actually really good i mean one thing it drives home is man really at the end of the day bill clinton's a piece of shit as it turns out but it's yeah. it's it's really well done and really well made. i haven't quite finished it although i think i know how it ends but in some ways it's like it never finishes but the it's it's uh it is a well-made show and i really uh, i'm impressed by every single person on it so i recommend that one too I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pick uh, the f- season two of Picard. I was about to say, uh, John, you want to talk about Picard? Because, yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it's really um, going gangbusters. Uh, th- I thought the first season was good, a little maybe hit and miss in places, but I still enjoyed it. And this is um, this is more like a movie in a way. You know, they are using, they are treading some familiar Star Trek topics, but uh, it's um. They're doing it very Can we well. Spoil one thing. It's been <laughs> spoiled. It's been spoiled by the teasers and trailers and everything. But uh, John Delancey, yeah, man, it's like even though he is clearly <laughs> aged, 
it yeah. is like he has he has just picked up exactly where he, he left off. A beat. Yeah, he, he is a beat. he is yeah. still very much Q, and that character yeah. remains very consistent with at least who he seemed to be. So I've enjoyed that. Yeah. Lots of great callbacks. Having never seen it, I do like to imagine that when when maybe Karen first discovered that show, she said, "John, look, Picard." <laughs> No? Okay. Just trying. I think she said Picard, any card. (laughs) I don't think she said either of those things, to be quite honest. That's because she is smarter than all of us. (laughs) Low barrier. (laughs) 